Hello and welcome to the Belligerent Gamers Podcast. I'm your host this week, Brent, a.k.a. Chunkasaurus Rex. As always, here with me tonight are my co-hosts, uh, Zach, a.k.a. Shockwave. And we have a special guest Hello. with us tonight. Yes, please say hi, Zach. Hi, Zach. Okay, whatever. F- fuck you. I liked, you. I liked how you referred to me as co-host. Forgetting that the other one's missing at sea right now. Yeah, yeah. We do have our normal co-host as well, Jeremy, a.k.a. Infamous. He is lost at sea. If you're watching on the stream right now, you'll see that his picture is turned upside down as we do miss him. Uh, And then with us tonight, we do have a very special guest. Um, If you're illiterate, you're going to have problems with this guy. His name is special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that was rude. Uh, but he is a very special guest to the show. Uh, we've name dropped him a couple times. Uh, please welcome Book, aka The Messiah, twenty twelve. Say hi, Book. Well, hi. Hey, there we go. Hi. Wait, did you? This podcast does not endorse him as our Messiah. Yeah, yeah. This podcast does not <laughs> does not constitute an endorsement of him as the messiah please do not give him those delusions of grandeur he will act on them i'm pretty sure he already called us motherfuckers and his mic just cut out a little. uh all right so well i had to get started book 2020 yeah yeah book 2020 he's already more literate than half the field um so if you're not aware of this podcast which if you're listening to us by this point i hope you are uh this is a podcast by gamers for gamers uh, we, in our free time, obviously play a lot of games. As a matter of fact, I'm playing one right now. Um, so th- that's what we love. That's what we talk about. And so tonight we have Book on the on the podcast to uh, tell us about Zelda, Legend of Zelda, Call of the Wild, um, or Bre- is it Breath of the Wild? Breath of the oh, Wild. Yeah. Breath of the Wild. I, yeah. You know, I don't have a Nintendo Switch, and Zach made the outline. He just fucked it up. So <laughs> I can't it, remember. Yeah. I didn't feel like obviously Googling it, so. Yeah, he, he instead named it after a book, Call of the Wild, and um, which I think was a Harrison Ford movie, too. Um, I, I was just thinking it was Call of Duty. Yeah, uh, anyway. Zelda the Call of Duty. Yeah, that would be a fucked up game. Zelda the Call of Duty. So, somewhere along the it'd lines, it'd be with guns for once. I mean, instead of swords. No, I was gonna say it'd be somewhere along the lines of uh, medieval warfare, uh, chivalry. We get all the sword fight together. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, mm, careful with that. We don't want to go that far. Uh, all right. So uh, we, you know, please check us out on Twitter. We're at the Belligerent Pod, and then we also have our uh, website, thebelligerentgamers.com. Uh, where we'll post our episodes usually every Wednesday or Thursday. Um, you may have noticed, if you're a, one of our loyal two or three listeners, that we did miss last week. It is because of the 4th of July. We had talked about how we were all adults and would probably be able to figure out some sort of schedule to uh, record, and we did not. Uh, we, we fucking failed. Pretty sure Zach probably got drunk. A little bit more, too much confident in us. Yeah, yeah. I had too much faith in in us in general. 
So, yeah, that was a failure on our part. But moving on. News! Zach, I'm going to start with you on this. Comicbook.com is saying that there's going to be an Xbox Series X uh, event in July, but it's not going to have very good news. Tell us, what is going to be missing from that? Uh, What's going to be missing is the release date and price of the Xbox Series X. But it does sound like you won't have to wait too long. They're going to reveal that maybe at an event in August when they showcase the Xbox, the new Xbox Series S. The basically the counterpart of what the Series X is going to be. Right. So I'm assuming that's the streaming only version of the console. Right. So then, what's this event going to be? Because my understanding is this one is going to be a situation where they reveal a lot of the first party. Or yeah, the the first party platform titles like Halo. We're gonna actually get a look at Halo uh, on this one. Yeah. Is that an? Yeah. So if you actually care about the games versus the actual price of the console, sounds like you're gonna get a a look at Halo Infinite, and maybe some rumored games. There's specifically an article listing Fable Four and a Perfect Dark reboot. Yeah, and book. I know you. I for big... one, I'm probably more excited about the Fable Four. Right, and I, you know. I I could go along with the Halo. Um, we'll see if it's an exclusive to Xbox. My guess is it will be at first. Book though, oh, I know I'm you're, sure it will be. Yeah, I know you're quite the Halo player. You're the only one in our circle of friends that got Halo Five. <laughs> uh, first of all, are you, oh, well? Before we go too much further into this, too, I did realize that we forgot to uh, ask you a little bit about yourself here. Uh, what games do you play? Uh, what consoles do you have? Do you want to? fill us in on that first before we go too much further oh yeah um well as far as councils go um i don't i've skewed away i don't go for playstation so i've uh had the xbox 360 xbox one and i've got a nintendo switch at least for the last generation i've got two of the three okay and do you think uh I assume you're not going to get a PlayStation since you said you skew away from that. However, do you think you're going to get a Series X or a Series S too, possibly? I don't know yet. I'm still on the fence with it. I'm I'm really waiting to see the price point, and I I have a a feeling it's going to probably be about five to six hundred bucks right now. I don't know. Right. It'll probably be one of those I'll have to wait and see. Um, probably give it at least six six months to a year probably before I I pick it up. Right. And our educated speculation, and when I say educated speculation, I mean wild-ass guesses, is right in that five to $600 range as well. Honestly, that probably sounds about right. You'll be getting a lot of tech for it, but that's still... I think you and I, didn't we get our Xbox Ones about the same time? Because I have the like the original where it's the you know matte and the gloss. Yes. Yep. I do have that as well. Um, and I, I was thinking we about the same time because I remember uh, picking up. I I think they were about three hundred bucks. And when they came out, I was thinking it was north of that yet. Yep. Um. I got. I got mine. Yeah. It was like four fifty when it first came out. I got mine for about three fifty with. Yeah. Assassin's Creed Unity and Black Flag as kind of a bundle sale situation, yeah. Um, so, yep. back to the story at hand, though, here. Um, you're the 
only one of our circle of friends that did play Halo 5, Guardians, and everything. So with a Halo 6 coming out, um, what what's your thoughts on that, that there's going to be another Halo? I'm down for it. I, I've always liked the story, personally. Um, so I definitely want the next one, because obviously I want to see you know the continuation of the story. It's been... Oh, man, it's been years since I've actually popped in Halo 5 Guardians, but if I remember right, it, um, Cortana and it was kind of uh, going psycho at the end of it. Um, See, so, I, I feel, mean... I feel like she was kind of just psycho in 3, though, 3 or 4, too. It, she was already starting to lose it in there, and, um, yeah, by the end of 5, she pretty much is... Yeah, she's gone. Um so, like I said, I'd pick it up just alone for the story, even if I don't do much for multiplayer. But, yeah, right. it's definitely at the top of my list. Right. Multiplayer is, like, the only reason I pick it up. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. That's, that's why I bought Halo 3 and Halo 4 and uh, got Master Chief Collection, too. I spent a lot of time playing Master Chief Say, Yeah, I, got, I spent a lot of time playing 3 and 4. I have 5, but... Played online a little bit, but haven't played it a whole lot. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say, my bread and butter was 2 and 3. Yep, yep. I played a lot of 2 and a lot of 3. Yeah. Yeah, 3 was probably my was probably my pinnacle. Yep. Yeah. So we will not be getting a lot of the pertinent information that people really want in this event, though, uh, which that is too bad. Hopefully, though, we'll be getting that in August here uh, because holiday season's coming up. People got to know. What's it going to cost and when's it coming out? So, Unless they're planning on putting it off for holiday season 2021 because of the Rona. Um, moving on. Uh, Far Cry 6 confirmed in a leak. And it's coming to PS5. Book, did you read any of this to tell us anything about it? I did not. And I will tell you this. I have not played one Far Cry game to this date. So I have no idea anything about Far Cry. You are missing uh, out. Yeah, I don't say put this in the show notes because I know Brent's a big fan of the Fallout games. Oh, yeah. You mean Far Cry? Yeah, it's pretty interesting because there's not... Yeah, Far Cry. There's not too many games that are leaked and then the publisher comes out and confirms it right away. So... I thought that was pretty interesting about this one. I will agree. Um, I Hopefully it makes its way to PC so I can give it a try on um, PC. Uh, in terms of reading the story, I will be honest, I did not read it. I do have it pulled up so I could at least read the headline, but that's a good start. Um, but I, you know, it's, I know we had, there might be some of our two listeners that are saying, well, but they had Far Cry 5 and then Far Cry New Dawn. How is this any different? And the answer to that is Far Cry New Dawn was more like Far Cry 5.5. So um, this one, it, it could be a real a real doozy of a doozy of a game. I don't know. I'll have to, I'll have to check it out for sure, though, I'm sure. So um, anyone yeah, it else? Sounds like just reading a little bit more, but it sounds like it's actually got a pretty good voice actor because it's the... Juan Carlo Esposito from Breaking Bad. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's going to be the actual voice actor of the antagonists. Oh, okay. So it sounds like this one's not taking place in Montana. I'm kind of curious. Uh, that's what made the, the... So Far Cry 5 
it was kind of controversial, and the reason is because it was a, um, it was set in the United States, and it was a cult had taken over part of Montana, and um, basically you had to try to stop the cult from taking over Montana, um, and try to liberate the county that they had taken over. Um, that was kind of the idea behind Far Cry 4, or Far Cry 5, um, the ending of that game really pissed me off, I will be honest. That one, though, too, they, um, they did Far Cry New Dawn that kind of helped, uh, I don't want to say make the ending better, but it did tweak the ending a little bit, um, made it make a little more sense. So, uh, I'll be interested to see what this one is. Sounds like it's going to be a whole different story altogether. Not, not in the same line. Yeah, it says it's, yeah, it says it's set in a tropical paradise frozen in time called Yara. Oh, okay. so completely. That sounds like it's gonna be like completely made up story, not set in any <laughs> not real set. place, I guess. So right. Well, and part well, of it, I can't remember. Go ahead, book. I can't remember. Do they actually like follow one another? Like you know, Far Cry Four. Does it lead into Five at all, or are they just like different mm-hmm. stories no. that don't even mesh? I think they're just all pretty much different because I know that wasn't Four the one that was like Far Cry, but primal or something yeah the one that was like prehistoric uh, time so believe it or not they they actually do uh primal does not fit into it at all i think however um two and three i think actually have a character that is in five as well five and six a guy by the name of herc and uh, not six uh new dawn so I'll be interested to see if Herc makes his way back into um, Far Cry 6. Um, that's about the only way they actually do kind of connect. Um, aside from that, they're totally different. Um, I'm guessing it's probably, based on just the description, it sounds like it might be a Cuba sort of thing, um, a tropical island mm. stuck in time. Cuba, if you look at a lot of their cars, they are from, like, the 1950s because of embargoes and everything. Um, and the one guy's in, I mean, the dictator's called Castillo, so. Yeah, yeah. So I, I would suspect it's kind of a Cuba sort of situation. Um, I'll, be, I'll be interested to check it out, though, for sure. Uh, moving on. Zach, what's our next one? So, more. We've kind of talked about this in the away four or five episodes back but um amazon when this whole covid thing started originally postponed the new mmo uh new world from may until august and the verge just came out with some news that not only that they're delaying new world again they're also delaying their other um third person game crucible they're actually moving that one back into closed beta i think it was an open beta but for new world they're actually pushing it back on almost a year at this point, they said sometime in spring 2021. So, from what I read in the article, they're not like blaming COVID for this one. They're ex- I think I actually saw somewhere that they got feedback that in the game's current state, not, not best uh, in the best interest to launch the game. Yeah, well, at least they're they're being honest about it this time and saying hey, this game's not as ready as we were hoping it would be. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, we kind of, we talked about that back in, like, 
I think it was April episode. Yeah, um, yeah. we like, we suspected that. Was are they just the using case. COVID as an excuse? <laughs> we had suspected that was probably the case way back then. Yeah, so at least now we know that was probably the original case as well. Um, and they but, thought they could, apparently it was in a state back then that they thought they could finish it up by uh, August and. <laughs> Yeah, that is not the case. Honestly, the way this looks, they should have just said originally then that it's not looking like it's going to be as ready. You know, then that would have set the expectations that hey, this could be postponed again. Um, you know, I now like this to- might be a question here, and I don't, I don't know how. I've never heard of Amazon like actually doing its own like game studio. Is this new? I mean, is this? Uh, like, do they have any other games out right now, or is are these like Crucible and that is a, kind of their start? It's kind of their. Yeah, I'm start. not sure about any like. I think. Yeah, it's kind of their start. I'm not sure if they have any other games at all. This is probably like their first like couple triple A games. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, never heard of any Amazon triple A games that you know are big yet. Because to me, that that's kind of like a shocker because. It makes you wonder, you know, if they're putting them off here. And I, I know it is with COVID this year, but it, yeah, just makes you wonder how their studio is going to go. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you haven't been paying attention, uh, New World's like a an MMORPG, and Crucible's uh, MOBA. So it's kind of like a League, okay. Le- League of Legends clone, essentially. Yeah, and you know, and I think they're actually coming out with another another one that Jeremy teased a couple episodes ago. I can't remember the name of that one but that was another like action rpg type game right well and the, the thing with a lot with um with these is that that honestly is just surprising to me is remember amazon started off like 20 years ago as an online bookseller and now the fact oh, that know. they're developing into making video games um it's kind of like what, what what the fuck um you know, it, it's every time I think that there's no way this company can can honestly grow anymore, they somehow do. So, um, it, it'll be interesting to kind of keep an eye on. I mean, can't say we were shocked about this delay though. So, yeah, I mean, with them creating a MOBA and also owning Twitch, I see like the future of esports running through Amazon essentially. You know, Amazon's just going to be our overlords. Um, you know, it's going it, to be like Disney. Yeah, if it, they aren't already. Yeah, I it's it's gonna be less like Disney and more just like I don't want to say Umbrella Corp, but <laughs> may, maybe a little along those lines. Like just they're they're going to own everything. They're going to be our overlords. So, um, it, yeah, it could be interesting. Um, all right, moving on. We do not have any more news stories this week, so we are gonna go into. We are not doing. Uh, master debater this week instead we are going to have we brought book on because he is the only one who has played zelda breath of the wild so book take it away tell us about breath of the wild what what were some of your uh what was your what were your initial first impressions on this game and well let the, let's not even start there uh i know you're a bit of a completionist so how much time do you have in this oh, game? god yes <laughs> well at, well um I know it's not the worst, but I did put over uh, that 220 way, hours into it. 200, <laughs> yeah. 220 hours. 
All right, when you yep, start 220 off with, hours. No, that's DLC too. Yeah, when you start off with I know it's not the worst. I just you, know it's not be a, you know this is not gonna be a good number when you hear that. <laughs> it's but, not a thousand hours in a Destiny or whatever. Was it? Was it? Uh, was that 30, Phil that had that? Yeah, Phil had 35 days in Destiny. Um, so does does your wife really get to see you that much, or does it, does she just kind of treat you like a house cat? Yeah, he's sitting on the couch with a switch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so. Uh, <laughs> You have, you have and one I house playing it. Yeah. I was going to say, I tried playing it, like, you know, in just handheld mode, and it, it works all right with it. Um, it eats the battery. I've got one of the original Switches. I know they've, you know, uh, redone it here in the last year, and the newer Switch has a better battery on it. But So I was doing most of mine while it was docked on the TV. But, yeah, for a while there, I was spending, you know, Pretty much, I'd get off work and I'd spend at least two to three hours. Right. Uh, so you've got you've got your uh, y- you have completely finished the game. So anything we need to know, I about, have. You can you can tell us. This isn't going to be like Phil and uh, <laughs> Doom Eternal. Uh, that one we got we got to bring him on for a final review when he finishes that game. Um, you know th- that's well, I'm just. Cause like I'm kind of surprised. Even with us and some of the games that we play, we'll do a review and it's kind of a half-assed thing because we didn't finish the game. <laughs> that that was me in Ace Combat. It's, Let's it's, be real here. It's, a, it's also gonna be more than a. It's a good game. Yeah, fucking beans. Yeah. Oh, buy it. Yeah, it's a good game. I feel like Chunk didn't no, really I... vet his uh, host or his guests here. God. So you now have, I can. You have completely finished this game. I have completely finished it. Now I will say I can go back yet, and there's a there's essentially what these little creatures called Koroks in there that leave behind a seed they call it, um, and you can go and collect them all. That's the only thing I didn't do because there's 900 fucking Korok seeds. So, so you're trying so to help they, them. They fuck the earth and leave their seed in it, or what? No, I was thinking that he was it's going actually. Around... I was believe was... it or not, read it um, because I would just come across these, you know, throughout the game as you're playing, and I've I maybe got four or five hundred of them, which isn't bad for not actually going out and looking for them. But I I decided to look up and see, you know, okay, if I put in all this extra time to, you know, find these damn things, what do I get? I kid you not, once you collect them all, they give you a golden turd. So, so you... <laughs> well, that's what you actually call a golden turd in the game. It is a golden, it looks like a, a poo, a swirly golden poo that he gives you. And you find out that pretty much they call them Korok seeds and they'd be like, oh, they got a curious mouth to them. They're just little shits from the these little creatures, these so, little leaf creatures. I one big poo. So, so you go I, around, I guess. you help these creatures Fucking shit. Spread, spread their seed. You pick, up, <laughs> you pick up after them, kind of like a dog that is shit in the yard. Take it back to this guy that is collecting this dog shit, because apparently he's into capophilia. And uh, <laughs> then you get a gold. He's some of the gold. And gives it back to you. 
<laughs> yeah, he he's kind of like, oh, you collected them all, and he gives you a golden turd for it. So I I decided at that point I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna waste my time. <laughs> There's no point. Zach, can I you wield it as a weapon at least? Yeah. God no, no. I would even take that, even if I could like you know get some use by throwing it at somebody or something. <laughs> I was hoping it would do something stupid like reset your save game. Yeah. No. No. So spent so, ninety hours collecting all this shit, and then it just like deletes your save. So I I heard that one of the uh, creators on this basically just put it in as a joke for those that you know are completionists and do cult, you know all the collecting um, within the game, and he just did it as a joke. So, Zach, I get the feeling we're in for a wild fucking ride on this review. <laughs> All right, so, now that now that we know you're... I hope he's prepared, because I don't know if he told you, this, is, this isn't a for, formal review we're going to be interviewing. So. Yeah. So, go ahead, and uh, since we now know that little tidbit about Pooh... Yeah, um, that, that's here over there. Yeah, please... Why, why don't you go ahead and give us kind of an overview of the game? Like, give us an idea of the plot. Okay. Uh, if you want to do spoilers or not, I don't give a shit. So, potential spoiler alert? I, I would say potential spoiler alert. give a sh- golden shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to... Spoiler, spoiler <laughs> really alert, don't. there's golden shit. And let's be honest, this game has been out since 2017, so I'm sure everybody that's going to play it has probably played it already. Yeah, if you I have it on my Switch, I have about five hours into it. So. If you need well, a spoiler alert at this point, that's on you. And that surprises me because I really thought that, you know, Zelda would be up Zach's and Jeremy's alley here. I, I really did. It probably would have been if it was like an MMO. Yeah, I've never gotten too much yeah. into single player on offline games. But also, Jeremy's beat it. So if he was here, okay. if he wasn't lost at sea, he'd be doing this review with you probably. See, that's what kind of surprises me is because he is he was so into breeding Pokemon that I figured he was too busy with that to play Zelda. Oh God! <laughs> All right. So anyway, <laughs> please give us an overview of this story. Okay. Sure. So. For those of you who have never played a Zelda game, um, pretty much it's based all around a princess, a hero, and then you've got your main bad guy, which is most typically always Ganon. And so if you've played the other Zeldas, um, you kind of know that they do a reincarnation type thing where, you know, it... Because otherwise, you know, Zelda's going to get old, Link's going to get old, and yeah, that's going to be that. Who are you going to have? So they do a reincarnation type thing where every generation or so, these people exist again. That's pretty fucking dark. That's like the most German plot to a game. Oh, yeah, they got old and died. They got old and died, and so we have reincarnated them on an alternate timeline. Well, I mean, if you look at all the games, it'd be like, well, how the hell is, you know, this Zelda the same as this Zelda as this? Because there's so many years in between. Well, it's because she's that generation, and then it goes to the next one as a reincarnation type thing. And for those who haven't played Zelda, tell us who, in fact, is Zelda. Because yeah. I feel like a lot of people get this wrong. 
Yeah. Yeah. So Zelda is actually the princess. It's not the main character that you're playing as. You're playing as Link. He's a Hylian. He kind of has. He's got the elf ears. And Zelda does not have elf ears. Uh, she does, because she is a Hylian as well, but she's royalty. Obviously, Princess Zelda. Okay. Uh, and it's can, a she. Can we get a yep. whole um, breakdown on the Hylian dynasty rule? Kind of like British history. <laughs> I won't do that, but I will, I will give you more of a plot for the game. So, yes. And to go for the plot here... It basically takes you. You have present day, and then you have to understand what happened right, you know, before the game. So it, in that case, ten thousand years before the beginning of the game, Ganon, the bad guy, uh, friends Hyrule again. Um, he's defeated by Princess Zelda and Link at that point. And they kind of do it, it was a mature kind of civilization where they had, you know, these guardians that walked around on four legs that shoot laser beams and stuff. Um, kinda and like they the have these divine... Kind of like the Adats from Empire Strikes Back? Eh, kind of. Not as big, though. Um, I, they're bigger than you. I'd say they're probably more like seven, ten feet tall or so, and they're, you know, circular. But, uh, so they use that at the time to defeat Ganon, along with what they call these divine beasts. There's four of them. Um, there's a salamander, a, uh, camel, um, an elephant, and a bird. And those divine beasts, they're like ginormous, um, like Zords, you might as well say, from like Power Rangers. Okay. Um, and they, I'm with they you have so far. a yeah, and they have a champion that controls it, is what they call them. They call them a champion, and so they gave one to each of the the different um, like species in Hyrule because you know it's not just there's normal people that look like us, then there's Hylians with that look more elfish, but then you also have the Gorons. Um, you've got uh, the Rito, which um, are the yum. yeah. They look like birds. They have wings and stuff. Um, you've got the Gerudos that um, once again they're more. They look more like people. And then you have uh, the uh, Zoras that are uh, kind of like they have fins and stuff. So you're gonna say the Guidos and they wear sweatpants <laughs> and are from New Jersey. No, yeah, no, it's Adidas tracksuits. Let's get it right. Oh, wait. No, sorry. I'm wrong on that. That is Eastern Europeans in general. So they basically they match each one of those to one of the divine beasts to control it. Together, they began. In. That was 10,000 years ago. Okay. Then... So right now, we I'm, take gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I have a little bit of a Lord of the Rings vibe here to this with Sauron <laughs> and the One Ring. Yep. I well, that's why I was like, I'm surprised Zach and them don't like Zelda more because it really is like a Dungeons and Dragons type, you know, Lord of the Rings 
definitely. Feels like, you he like he's like, low-key calling us nerdy as shit. Yeah. <laughs> we are, come on! I mean, you're not wrong. He's like, you guys are pathetic, you like this game. <laughs> it, yeah, you're not but, wrong, it's just, you don't have to be so so blatant about it, that's just rude. <laughs> all right so so we know yeah, what, the competitive part of that like jeremy and i can't play games where we can't beat people yeah so, na- so well we- you're not gonna get a multiplayer out of this this is a single player only okay so so now that we know what happened ten thousand years in the past uh tell us yep. go ahead and tell us some more about the plot of of the game so then the uh, this I'll basically say this is the last part of the plot here to give you your overview. Um, So then a hundred years before we actually start the game here, that's when things really start kicking off. So this generation, Zelda and Link, you know, they're just starting out again. Um, There's no Ganon, but they know he's going to come back. Because he gets reincarnated all the time. And so they start... um, They've kind of gone through this uh, where they've devolved to a medieval state. You know, all the technology that they had gained 10,000 years ago has kind of been lost to them. Um, And they start digging up and finding the Guardians um, again. And they're trying to figure out how to make them work. um, How to get the Divine Beast working again. Uh, they knew that's how Ganon got defeated before, and that's how they're going to do it again. And so, a hundred years before you start the game, they find their champions, get the Divine Beasts ready. Um, they're learning about the Guardians, trying to get them to work. Um, Zelda and Link don't really... Uh, they, they're not... Uh, she sees him more as just like a babysitter, you know, he, he's, he, he's there to protect her and that's all she kind of sees him as. And, uh, so there's tension there, but it, it gets to where Ganon does come back, but this time around, instead of them kicking his ass, they actually get their asses kicked. He's like, you fooled me once. I figured this out. he somehow takes control of the guardians and starts wrecking shit and he uh he kind of gives these like um i don't know if i'd call them like demigod type or demi ganons that he sends to the divine beast kills the champions in them and takes control of them and so at that point uh zelda and link are you know trying to to they get they battle him link gets wounded and they're just trying to get away with their lives at that point uh, zelda was always trying to figure out her powers because every she knows um from history that you know she has always like a a ceiling type power um that she can use uh, more or less like magic and uh she was trying to get hers to to manifest it never did until after link gets injured and then it does um so at that point what she she does is uh she takes link 
because he's mortally wounded and puts him in this resurrection chamber um, to basically get healed. And she's going to try to hold off Ganon for the for the time being until Link is ready to go again. And that's kind of where you start off as you wake up a hundred years later after this and she's sealed Ganon uh, kind of like it looks once you get to the Hyrule Castle to take him on at the end it kind of looks like a beating heart um, that he's stuck in uh, but she kind of sealed him away in that and you're just basically you don't remember anything because that the resurrection chamber kind of wipes your memory so you're trying you basically got to relearn and um, as you're progressing in the story you're collecting memories and stuff um, things that happened before and that's pretty much the plot of it um, in a nutshell um, there Hyrule has pretty much been demolished at that point. I mean, the castle, um, the the towns, you know, that are in the vicinity of it have been kind of demolished. People are just kind of living on the fringes and stuff. Um, while Ganon's not, you know, running amok at the this point, all of his, you know, cohorts, his underlings are running around causing problems. So you basically uh, you wake up and you start, you know, getting ready for battle again, essentially. Um, and your main objective, and that's the one thing with Breath of the Wild, is every other Zelda game, they always um, have... It's basically linear. You you do one dungeon to get to the next one. It, you know, you start at one dungeon, it unlocks some piece of... Uh, some tool or hardware that you're going to use for another dungeon. And eventually at the end, you're going to use all those tools that you've collected and take on Ganon. Breath of the Wild is completely different in that because it's open world and it's not linear at all, which is really when when you're used to that, it's kind of like, what do I do? Because they basically just set you out and say, go explore. Good luck. You don't have to do it. Yeah, exactly. Your only objective is to beat Ganon. How you do that is up to you. You can go and free the divine beasts that have been taken over by his underlings and get control of them. Um, And at the end, that'll help with taking down Ganon. Or you can go right straight towards Ganon and just try to beat him. It's uh, up to you. So it's kind of kind of got some Skyrim to it too in that regard. Exactly. Yep. It's the f- and it's the first one that did it for Zelda. Um. And I I don't know I loved that after I kind of got over the initial shock of it you know of realizing there's not one set way. It was just kind of cool to to go around and whatever the hell I wanted at that point. Right. Um, they do for me because you talk a lot about him. Is he a dragon? Is he a demon? Is he Sauron? Uh, he's kind of. Uh, is is he voiced by I, Christopher Lee? No. Well, yeah, and and none of them have like an actual that, yeah. voice. 
they always just do you know the words titles at the bottom so you never hear like actual voices but he's so kind of dragon ish he's kind of he shows like a whole it's just like a bunch of black like smoke behind him and he's got like a kind of like a bull head or something um but dragon ish it would probably be about the closest I think Bren got turned off of this game and he said reading is involved. I, everyone knows I'm barely literate, so... No, um, I, I, I did spend a good part of last night, though, making fun of someone for playing text-based RPGs. But, um... Yeah, it... So Still? It, 2020? Yeah, well, no, what was better is it's a DOS-based one, too. So, um... Yeah. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> So, is this is this a book? Wow, Jesus. Okay, let's try this again. You can't even form thoughts, man. Did I did I like blow your brain? <laughs> no, no. Um, is this a game that like you said? There's no multiplayer on it, but is this a game? There that, isn't. No. Like, you know, you and and Emily, your wife, would like split and play or something. Like, you know, you'd play a bit and then hand it off to her and say, "Here you go, honey." have some fun for a bit while I go take a, my weekly shower. Yeah, I I would say probably not. It's one of those that you're going to get hooked and, you know, drugged to it. You're more than likely going to want to finish it yourself first and then be like, hey, this is awesome. You should check it out and hand it off to her to play. But, gotcha. but, don't, but I don't probably wouldn't. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, because, I mean, you collect loot, and all the other Zelda games, I mean, once you kind of collected a weapon, it it was yours for good. In Breath of the Wild, it doesn't. They break. Every weapon has a finite amount of time that you can use it before it breaks. Some break faster than others. The only exception is the Master Sword that you get. Uh, which, instead of breaking, it just says it runs out of power. And you've got to give it 10 minutes, 10 actual minutes, uh, and before it's powered back up and you can use it again. Otherwise, you're, you're constantly, I mean, if you find a, a great weapon, you know, one that's got a uh, higher attack on it, eventually it's going to break. So don't get attached to anything because it's going to break. Okay. And I also wanted to mention if you're used to, I was, I love like, I've played a lot of Zelda. I've played it from the original Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64. I've, I've played a lot of Zelda. Um, I've always loved the dungeons because they make you think, you know, you usually have, they're puzzles. You have to, you know, figure your way around, uh, how to, to complete them. This one doesn't so much do puzzles, um, in that way with dungeons. Instead, um, they have shrines that they call them and they're kind of like mini dungeons. They don't take more than five ten minutes they still make you think um you have to kind of use variations of you know moving objects to to get up higher levels you know um to platforms and stuff um you still have to think but it's it doesn't 
you never I've never really got stumped on them. I could usually blow through them in like I said 5-10 minutes. You should um, blow them pretty quick, huh? Yeah, yeah, I could. <laughs> so you you say that you've played a lot of Zelda. Um Well, before we get to that point, is there anything else you really want to add about the game, too? Um I would say the only other thing I want to add is uh, I know, and I'm one of them uh, for you know gamers. Uh, the DLCs, you know, everybody's got their own opinion on DLC worth it or not. Um, this one, I think it was twenty bucks. I bought it not at the end of the game. I bought it while I was maybe about halfway or so through it. Um, and it's two pieces of DLC, so they're essentially ten bucks each. Um, but I would say if you play Legend, uh, the Breath of the Wild, that you go ahead and spend the extra twenty bucks on the DLC. It is worth it. Um, it adds a whole nother uh, different different kind of uh trials i should say so like they have a trial of the sword where you can max out your master sword um it's got some extra stuff that adds um background for the champions um you kind of learn a little bit more about you know their personalities and stuff um so i i would say if if you pick up the game uh, go ahead and spend the twenty dollars, get the DLC too, because and I'd probably do it, you know, if maybe the same way, like as soon as you buy the game, buy the DLC, so you have that. Because I did a mix then of I was uh, doing the trial of the sword while I was also doing uh, some of these divine beasts, um, so that I could, you know, have a stronger sword uh, later on, which was great. All right. So on a yeah. So I just had a... yeah. Go ahead, Zach. Couple right. questions, I guess, before we go, like give the final review or whatever. So yeah. Which I, I got mean, a like, question for you really quick too. Resources. Are yeah. are you drinking a natter uh, a natter day there? Like <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, shit, Zach's got to go be a drunken frat boy after this. So. <laughs> hey, at least it's not white claw. <laughs> yeah, I more think that'd be you drinking that one. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. So anyway, go ahead, Zach. Yeah. So I haven't played the game a whole lot. I've played a little bit. So how many like in-game resources are there for you to like figure shit out? So like two instances I ran into. So the first one was is there's a, like a cooking system in the game. Yes. And there's there a load of food. And yes. you kind of have to discover the recipes yourself and not everything you put together can actually make something good. And the other thing I ran into is there's a certain part in the the beginning, like you're basically on an island and you need to get an item to get off. Yeah. And you need to go to like this cold mountain. And the only way to do that is to either make a bunch of food that keeps you warm or to get warm yep. clothing. And the yep. game doesn't really tell you, or at least from what I can see, tell, told me like where to get warm clothing other than just running around aimlessly. So, <laughs> I don't know if that improves throughout the game or if it is kind of like that and you have to resort to like lots of Googling. Um, it It is actually, it gets a little bit better, 
but you will still have that throughout the game. Because there were points that I was Googling too. And I know exactly what you're talking about. The food system in it, I I thought too when I got it, I was like, oh my god, this is going to be like a Red Dead Redemption 2 where I have to eat all the time to keep you know my stamina up or whatnot. That's actually not the case. It pretty much is um, just there to give you back your health. Um, but you can also pair it with um, like if you uh, they have like these crabs later on that you can put with it um, oh, that are like yeah yeah <laughs> not the STD but uh, where you can mix them in and they'll give you like more defense um, stuff like that I, I would say it does get better for those don't feel overwhelmed by it it, it will be overwhelming that's again um, where they don't give you the straight line and just like you said you have two choices there with going to that mountain you can either help the the guy that's assisting you which ends up being like a ghost of the king from 100 years ago um you can either uh he's got some kind of little like task he does i think if i remember right um that he'll give you the clothes otherwise you just find a whole lot of uh, uh, spice like uh, spicy peppers and just mix them up and it'll give you like four or five minutes worth of um, heat that you can go up on the mountain for the four or five minutes isn't a lot when you're being constantly attacked by ships that pop out of the snow no but you can like so if you throw uh, like four peppers together um, it's like four minutes throw five or six or, or no, you can only go up to five. If you uh, throw like five in, you'll get like you know six, eight minutes. I don't remember all the times now, but um, you, you can like... have multiples of those. You can fill up, you know, an inventory of twenty or thirty of you know five-minute peppers, basically. And if you throw in six of those peppers, you want uh... a chili cook-off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and there. And burning sh- diarrhea later <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it's just the taco bell shits the next day it's uh it, it, i honestly i'm amazed they put <laughs> they that in the game so well back behind the tree having the shits <laughs> yeah it's it's photorealistic that you know that's like the one photorealistic <laughs> bit of the game is just link having burning taco bell shits <laughs> back of the and there are recipes I was going to say, there are recipes later on that, like, when you're uh, traveling around, like, in some of the stables, they'll have a, a poster on the wall that you can read that'll show you, like, recipes to make things. Like, you can make cake, you can make um, all types of, of like, um, rice, um, kebabs, um, you get eggs, you can make omelets, I mean. But you usually, all they do is they give you back your health that's all it is it's just the way it, it's like collecting you know or and like pokemon going to the pokemon center i mean type thing you're just replenishing your health yeah i was just curious from that perspective of being someone that's new to zelda yeah and for, for the most part the style of game because yeah i play a lot of open world like mmos but even those are like quest lines are linear so when i first jumped into this game i was just like what the fuck am I supposed to do? I'm, I don't mind games that kind of do that as long as they give you some like in-game resources to 
you know, figure stuff out instead of just being like, yeah. oh, they can just Google it. <laughs> to me, that's yeah. not a good plan or s- system to use. But... I know, I know. Well, and that that's that's part of that part where I said, you know, you get kind of overwhelmed, and they do keep they try to help you out by keeping you on that little plateau for the first part, just so you can kind of figure some of that out. And then when you jump off and it gets to the wide open um, world, you're kind of a little bit more familiar because you can chop down trees, get firewood, make up your own. You can get flint when you crack open some rocks and stuff to, you know, strike and make fires. Um, I mean, there, there's just so much. And if you go on YouTube, you, you, you can watch just tons of videos of people figuring out little, you know, physics types type things where they'll sit there they'll uh freeze time on a log whack it um with their uh like sledgehammer jump on it and then when the uh time goes it's stored up all that kinetic energy and flings them off like they're uh going off you know surfing in the air i mean there's tons of photos of people just figuring shit out and just doing this and that's kind of what's so great about it too I also kind of want to know, but with all the Zeldas, how many hours <laughs> every Zelda oh. you ever played? <laughs> I I have a similar. Question. How far are we into the four digits for this? Yeah. How how much? Thankfully, of your life the other you... ones were more linear. Yeah. How how much of your life have you spent yeah. not with your wife or at the time fiance or girlfriend playing this? Game? <laughs> not not this. Game or by yourself. yourself. Or by yourself. Yeah. Well, thankfully, before I played this one, the 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 Zelda game before this that I played was Twilight Princess back on the GameCube. So that tells you it's been a while since I've played one um, before I had a wife and before I was in college. <laughs> Alright, so where what, on, okay I'm trying to think which one of these I want to ask first. It's okay buddy, use your words, you can do this one. <laughs> um, where would you put this scale of 1 to 10? Where would you put this? Like, it, is it a seven? You think it was okay, but there's room for improvement. Was it a, a a nine? You think it was fantastic, and there wasn't a ton they could improve, but you know you didn't want to go collect shiny turds. Like, what what? Where would you put it? <laughs> I would say um, I'd probably put it at a nine. A nine. I'm always hesitant to give a, a game a ten out of ten because I always feel like no matter what game it is there's always some improvement you can always do something to make it a little bit better i would say this is a nine um and it's actually once once i got into it i was addicted it was fun and i it was one of those things where it's like i can't wait to get done with work because i want to go play um, I just and sometimes did it during work because he has a switch. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and that's, yeah, exactly. And let's be honest; we've all been working from home for the last like four months straight, and uh, that's that's why we all that we've all been working that way. And so it's like that's why I can make that joke about taking the weekly shower is because let's face it, <laughs> none of us. It, it's I'm sure most of us as we roll out of bed, eh, I'm not showering today. But you know, I let, let's be honest here. You probably do play while you're at work too, just in a little bit of a lull. <laughs> I have never done that with my Switch. Now I won't say I have it <laughs> with my phone. Like 
Pokemon Go or something, you know, yeah. something on my phone oh, mobile game. But. Dude, you you did that at work, too. Like, I would stop by your desk and you'd be playing yeah. Pokemon Go between calls. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it's I like, you, you didn't try to hide that only doing that at home. You did that at work. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, you're you brought this on yourself, yeah. so what your would it take to get that extra point to get you to attend? What's that? So you kind of brought it on yourself. What would it take to get from a nine to a ten? Then, since there's, there's always something you can improve. Um, God, that is a good question. Um, and that's why I leave everything at like a seven or eight. I think, I think <laughs> for me, one of the downfalls, kind of like I mentioned before, was the fact that I was so used to having more of a the dungeons that I'm used to in Zelda, and these had just l kind of micro, you know, dungeons. That that would be one thing because I I didn't I didn't care for them all that much, um, and you didn't have to do them. The only thing you get out of it uh, for doing them is you get an orb at the end, and when you collect four orbs, you can get another heart. Or you can increase your stamina, um, which you use to like sprint, run, or like climb up rocks and stuff, cliffs. Um, so I mean, it once in a while you'll get you know maybe a better weapon at the end too if it was a, a combat trial or something. But yeah, I, I'd say the the dungeon thing for me is one that I would have changed a little bit. Um, um. So, well, you heard it here, folks. Blakely doesn't like micro dungeons. He likes the big. I, I do. He, he likes regular dungeons and likes being in the dungeons. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> I, really, though, I mean that's fitting, considering you know, honestly, for the longest time, I thought your office was in your basement because you know that just seemed fitting. Really? Yeah. It's until you said it was second floor. I always just assumed it was your basement. Because, I mean, I, I, I think I just kind of assumed that, though, because I did jokingly for a long time call, call you a basement dweller, too, I think. so. <laughs> My but, basement isn't pretty, even finished, so I, yeah, yeah, there's that, no way I could go up in there and use it. That was usually around the time. If you're technically, Brent, if your second locality wasn't on the ground floor, I would say you're the, probably the basement Brent, dweller oh, here. But. 100%. Like, I will admit that, that for the last, like, nine months, I've been a total basement dweller. Like, and, and it's like, it's not like I have people upstairs that I'm trying to avoid by hiding in the basement. I'm just trying to hide from my crushing loneliness. That's where all your cool shit is. Yeah, exactly. That's where all my fun shit is and where I hide from my crushing loneliness. So it's fine. Um, so where would you say, having played all of the Zeldas that you've played? Um, oh, here we go. Yeah, where would you put this? Ooh, I knew he was going to ask this. In the I knew he was going to ask this one. Well, then you better have a good fucking answer. He's rubbing his hands together like... Yeah, yeah, he's like, oh, I'm ready for this shit. Yeah, so... Well, where... even, even before the show, I was like, I was kind of thinking this myself. I was like, man, where would I put this one in, in the terms of this? And um, the answer to that is... Well, let me, uh, me kind of tell you some of the other Zeldas that I've played. Um, so, I've played the original Zelda uh, on Nintendo, the side-scroller. I've 
played The Link to the Past on Super Nintendo, and then I've played uh, o- Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. I, hold and on. then I oh. played Twilight Princess too. Hold on one second, Zach. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Sorry, I just look over and I see Zach's picture. Zach, I look over and I see Zach's camera. It looks like he's trying to show us his nipples. Then he's rubbing his nipples. Like, please continue though. You were listing off the Zeldas that you played. So, if if you can remember where you were, because that was pretty fucking distracting. I, I don't know. It's your, like, it's your word versus mine, Brent. It's yeah, not no, on video well, anywhere. I, I don't know. Just be your imagination. Book kind of book kind of agreed to it, but I mean, just picture fucking Grizzly Adams with the beard rubbing <laughs> his nipples, and that's what you got. What we just saw. <laughs> anyway, but, continue. I I feel like that helps because. There's a lot of when I've gone out and read about Zelda stories in the past too. There's a lot of people that will say the Ocarina of Time or Majora's Mask is probably the best Zelda games that have ever existed. I would say for me uh, that probably still holds true. Um, Those are probably better than this. So I would put it Somewhere between, I think, Ocarina of Time and, like, Twilight Princess. Okay, so Ocarina um, of Time is above it, Twilight Princess below it. Yeah, okay. yep. I, I think. And a lot of that's just, this, you know, the nostalgia. Um, playing it when, you know, Ocarina of Time was just back when I was getting into video games and really getting into it. And so... I, I, I would say, yeah, that's probably still beats this one out. Okay. And I, I got to say, I think this is the la- the first and last uh, podcast where we all did video conference because, as I said, Zach was <laughs> a, a drunken frat boy Never. with his Natterday lights, and, uh, you know, he was doing that. Just All those points that I kind of stopped for a moment, I was really trying hard not to laugh <laughs> because he's just rubbing his nipples. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Well, and that one point he's gonna dump it's the, the point of the video cast. Yeah, it's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to not tune into that next week. Oh. Boy. So so. It's, I think it works better though. Cause... Yeah. So. So ignoring Zach's antics, uh, you said this one is <laughs> below Ocarina of Time, above Twilight Princess, though. So it's kind of mid range, is what you're thinking. I think so. Okay. Yep. I I I think and. A lot of people I, I I know will agree with me as far as, you know, Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. I kind of put them side by side because they were essentially like Majora's Mask was a sequel um, to Ocarina of Time. And, and they were both on the Nintendo 64. So I kind of put those together um, on the top. And I, a lot of people would probably agree that those are some of the better, um, you know, Zelda games. So. I still think they beat it. All right. Uh, so I think we're going to go ahead and wrap up the uh, big game review for the for the uh, week right there. Uh, Book would give this a nine, and he thinks it's mid-range on yep. the entire scale of, of, of Zelda, of the entire saga. 
uh, we learned that there's uh, something I didn't know about this is in the game. Well, uh, there's a lot of reincarnation. I say upper. Uh, it'd be at the very upper top. All the other Zeldas would probably come out, you know, to me below Twilight Princess. Okay. And so if you were putting Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask at the very top, the best of the best, this one would be right up under them, I think. Okay. Uh, so I, that was a misunderstanding on my part. And it, uh, no, that's <laughs> it turns out that, again, that there is some reincarnation to this. Uh, it follows a little bit of the um, Lord of the Rings plot line to it. And we've also learned that Zack is a pervert uh, in doing what he was doing into the webcam there. That was a little perturbing. Uh, you guys are disappointing yourselves for liking it. <laughs> so, all right, moving on. Uh, let's go ahead and have a look at what we got here. Uh, Humble Bundle. Zach, uh not officially sponsored by them. Uh, however, again, if they want to throw money our way, we will gladly take it. Uh, that's some professional podcasting for you there. Zach, what do we got on Humble Bundle this week? Guess what? I'm prepared again. So this isn't going to go well because this past week we actually recorded a episode as like a stopgap in case we needed one. And things have changed. And in that episode, I'm going to state that they haven't. So right now... They have yeah, a horror game sale. What's that? I said that looks bad for us, but that whatever. I honestly, we've looked worse on yeah. other shit. Go ahead. Yeah, so they got a, a horror sale going on, or some of the games are eighty five percent off. Uh, Square Enix, publisher of Final Fantasy, and several other popular games, is having a July sale. And then there's some other, like, programming types. So there's, like, a Learn Python programming course and some data science stuff going on, so. Oh, horror. That's I thought about you it. Said, for sale. I, thought, I thought you said horror sale. I'm like, what? Horror. Horror. <laughs> horror. Yeah, horror. Oh, man, my God. Those, those horror games, man. <laughs> you found out pretty quickly. You must have went to the website and was like, I don't want to order any one of those. Yeah, I already had it pulled nope. up. And I was like, wait, what? And it, I, like, I was looking for fucking Leisure Suit Larry or something. On it, I was like, <laughs> Did I miss something? I did not see that. Horror. Enunciate. Okay. So that's what we got on Humble Bundle this week. Again, professional podcasting. Uh, Zach, you also, well, Book, do you want to take our weekly EA disc? Do you have anything to diss EA on? You guys do a, a diss EA? Yeah, pretty nice. Much. Purposely, but it, is, it usually ends up being that. So yeah, if you so we have any pent up rage or frustration against them, this is your time, man. Yeah, we haven't done that yet <laughs> this episode. Uh, we even had one where we noticed we hadn't done it and we're like, oh shit. So we had to make something up on the fly. So, uh, do you have anything you want to diss EA on? Otherwise, I'm going to turn it over to Zach. I, 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 I'm I guessing you've probably already covered everything that I had diss them on, all their microtransactions and stuff. And oh, but please how continue. They... <laughs> well, and how, how, they, how they started off our, our lovely Star Wars Battlefront 2, oh, yeah, putting that... that behind paywalls too. I'm pretty... I'm pretty sure that you're the one I said to said this to that Andrew Wilson, the CEO of EA, ought to be fucking fired, and not just like fired. I mean, fired out of a yeah. cannon into space because of how <laughs> poorly that was handled. So, 
Maybe Elon can take care of that for us. Yeah. <laughs> Fire him right into the sun. <laughs> well, he put a Tesla up there. Strap so. on one of his Teslas. Yeah, I was going to say, strap him to one of his Teslas and his SpaceX rocket. That'd yeah. be a waste of a Tesla, man. <laughs> well, he's already got a Tesla just in space. It's just floating. Um, the mannequin in it was a better use than <laughs> the CEO. Well, so. yeah. yeah, that's true. Uh, so, yeah, that's... Uh, that's our EA weekly EA diss of the week. What the fuck? What kind of redundancy is that shit? Anyway, uh, so weekly EA diss of the week. Yeah, sponsored by no one. Yeah, sponsored by no one. However, Double bundle. You, yeah, weekly EA diss of the week sponsored by EA. Um, yeah. So if anyone wants to sponsor that segment, let us know. We'll gladly take your money. Uh, so. One thing that we like to do that we have not done in a while is what are we looking forward to? Book. We're going to start with you because you're uh, you're the guest, and I'm sure. And we did not tell you about this. You probably don't have anything prepared. What are you looking forward to in the coming weeks or months? In the coming weeks, ooh, I was going to say, um, in the coming months here, I'm actually. Uh, like Zach and them, I'm finishing up through my uh, Pokemon Sword DLC, so I'm waiting on the uh, the Tundra one, the Crown Tundra, to come out next. That's probably the most immediate thing um, that I'm waiting for, but um, yeah, I guess otherwise, I'm, I'm kind of just waiting to hear more about some of these games that are coming out for, you know, PS5 and Xbox you know the series x just to see you know anything that's going to be tantalizing enough to make me want to buy something all right zach what are you looking forward to uh, probably at this point any real star wars news because <laughs> i've just been on the rumor mill like for the last couple weeks just with <laughs> the supposed inviting at lucas arts um that From- i'm gonna remove uh, seven, eight, nine from Canon. Yeah, and then well, also, um, them talking about the next trilogy and possibly casting Keanu Reeves as um a new Sith warrior. Ooh. And then and Keanu's um, possibly having a. I don't know if I'd want Keanu Reeves and yeah, he, Star he's, Wars. He's eter- he's eternal. So, but then you're possibly having yeah. a what? Oh, uh, they're talking about they kind of want to make whoever is casted as kind of like iconic, like Darth Maul or, you know, Kylo's lightsaber. So it sounds like the lightsaber might be curved. Ooh. Not the hilt. No, yeah, because Dooku had a curved hilt. Kind of like a Yeah, they're talking about having a blade. The blade actually curved, yeah. Which I'm not sure how that works in physics, but I'm sure they'll find a way to. Okay, time out one second. around with it, but. You you just said you're not sure how. Yes, I know physics in Star Wars. Yeah, curved lightsaber blade works in Star Wars, dude. They don't even know how to fucking regular lightsaber would work in Star Wars, let alone a curved. <laughs> no, I was gonna say, if, if, if you're looking for, for matching, you know, being adhering to physics, it definitely does not. <laughs> yeah, if you're looking to Star Wars for your physics lessons, yeah, give up Always. on physics. Give up on physics. <laughs> 
You might have better some better luck learning it from Star Trek, but give up on physics if you're going to Star Trek too. Your better your best shot, honestly, would probably be Futurama, at that point, because they actually hired mathematicians and physicists to write their show. So you're looking forward to Star Wars news that's not given to us by a source by the name of Doomcock. Uh, I guess yep. for me, mine is also Star Wars related. I'm looking forward to Star Wars Squadrons. That comes out in October. So that will be enjoyable. It's I think it was 30 bucks is what we said it was. Not that we set the price. I mean, that's what we found the price was. Um, so that's kind of what I'm looking forward to. Uh, next podcast. Mandalorian. Oh, yes. Mandalorian season two. Mandalorian. That's going to be coming out here before too terribly long, too. I think in November. So... Um, Yep, that's that's gonna be a good one as well. Twenty twenty, uh, a lot of bad shit can happen between now and November. Yeah, ain't that the truth? Uh, so, moving on, next podcast schedule. Uh, we next week will still be normal. Uh, we got to figure out what we're doing, Zach. Um, <laughs> don't think that we yeah. have. Next week will be normal. Two weeks will. Two to three weeks from now will be a special edition. Uh, two weeks will be a special edition. Um, there will be another week where we're figuring shit out. Um, thing, things like are every be, other week. Yeah, it's we, we're going to have a little bit of a bumpy schedule here and there because uh, Zach is going to be a lot more free than than me. Um, and so we will be Freedom! Yeah, Zach is free. I am going to be lost at sea for a couple weeks as well. So we'll, <laughs> yeah, Zach will not be the only one missing in it. Or Zach will be the only one not missing in action while we're uh, lost at sea. So, so maybe we should be asking you, what are you going to be doing while uh, you are recuperating? What's going to be your go-to game and oh, yes. time waster? Well, so I, I wasn't saying a whole lot. I, uh, I'm going to have surgery. He was lost at sea, Buck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm lost at sea. No, I'm going to be having a uh, just a, a quick surgery, a couple weeks recovery. I will be, honestly, I'll probably be playing a shitload of Call of Duty again because uh, it's one you don't really have to think. <laughs> and, uh, you know, last time when I was high on painkillers from surgery, Call of Duty was great because you didn't really have to think. Um, so I'll probably be doing something similar for a couple weeks. Um, and then probably trying to play three hours of a game quick, you know, two hours before we record a podcast. So, um, so that, that's kind of what my thing is going to be is I'm going to be probably just playing call of duty and hanging out at my parents. Uh, I'm not, no, I don't live with my parents normally. I'm just hanging out with them. Um, for a couple weeks so yeah i uh think that's about all i got uh, i don't know if you guys got anything else so this is kind of a week closing nope. i guess yeah wow. uh you know this has been the belligerent gamers podcast i'm i'm brent aka chunkosaurus rex and then that's book aka the messiah 2012 thanks for coming on tonight and uh yeah, uh, being our being our uh, podcast guest and uh, dealing with with us for a bit, uh, I know Zach's a bit of a raging asshole, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> so th- thanks for coming on, and then uh, Zach, uh, aka 
Shockwave is uh, drunk in the corner. So uh, thanks for <laughs> thanks for mistakenly tuning in to us. Do you need a dead tree removed from your yard? Maybe a tree that's hanging dangerously over your house? Hell, maybe you got drunk and tried to burn a tree down. Whatever your tree removal needs are, you can count on Crazy Eddie's Tree Removal Service to fix that issue for you. For a flat fee, Eddie removes the tree, then disposes of it however you want. Need some firewood? Crazy Eddie will cut that tree for you. Need the tree dumped in your neighbor's yard? Crazy Eddie is super sneaky. For an additional fee, Crazy Eddie will even run incriminating evidence through his wood chipper for you. So remember, for all your tree needs, contact Crazy Eddie's Tree Removal Service. Not legally licensed, bonded, insured, or responsible.